I the first episode? Yeah, you will oh, be. The first, okay, You're the premiere. Cool. Premiere. Okay, we premiering Taylor Rooks. Taylor Rooks with me, the Hancho. Episode one, the biggest, the biggest show ever. I was talking to my producers about you coming in, and I'm like, you know what? I guarantee he's gonna have on at least two chains, and they're gonna hit the mic. Nah, and you man. have on how many today? I got on about six, but they cool. It's the light, it's the light kit today. What's the heavy kit? Oh, the big three Migo chain. I, I got to take that off as soon as I come off the set, stage, anything. Yeah. Is it like genuinely heavy? Yeah. It's crazy. I wish I brought it. I'll let you wear it, but I ain't bringing it. Yeah. I mean, you have that on a lot. I didn't realize it like was physically heavy, like it weighed down your neck. No, it's a trophy, girl. It's a trophy now. It is. It's a trophy. So one thing um, that is always apparent to me when I'm around people who have substantially more money than me is there's lingo that I've never heard of. <laughs> like I remember, so my favorite song by the Migos is Time For Me and in it you go, there's five watches playing three flood. And I remember I said, do you want five, five watches, watches playing and three flood? I said, what is flood? Five watches playing three flood. I was just talking about the number of watches I got, which is eight, five, five playing and three flooded out. Okay, but let's so flood it out. What, yeah, tell three, me what that five means. Five watches playing three flood. Five plain watches playing Jane, meaning no ice. Uh -huh. And three flood mean all three of them is flooded out with ice. See, this one is flooded. So okay, so the flooded means it has a bunch of diamonds. It's diamonds. flooded. It's flooded with diamonds. It's flooded with water. It's flooded with ice. You know. At one point in your life, didn't have a bunch of money. Right. And you do have a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. And as you continue to grow, like definitions of things change. Right. So I'm sure when you were younger, rich meant one thing, but now rich probably means another thing. Like, what does being rich? mean to you now? Back in the day, rich meant like my first hundred thousand, I felt like I had a million dollars. Yeah. And today, um, rich is investments, wealth, you know what I'm saying? Stocks and putting your money up and saving and not buying so much ice. Yeah. But I had to get that out of <laughs> the way first and then get to it. Yeah. So no, you're saying you're not buying ice anymore. That doesn't feel, that doesn't feel true I to me. I like to reward myself. Um, yeah. I feel like jewelry is just something that helps me feel good. It helped me mm. thrive. I like looking down at my wrist and seeing that I came from nothing yeah. or just looking down at my wrist and seeing that it's some diamonds or it could have been handcuffs coming from the north. You dig? So mm -hmm. I just like buying ice. For the money, like what about the money is success for you now? Like what does that signify? I just want to keep getting it. I just want to keep getting money. I want to keep having fun. I want to keep my craft sharp. I want to keep my music good. And, um, only sky's the limit. So if I'm on, if I'm on millions, I want to get billions. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I most definitely got to get a B before I sit down. I know it's you know people kind of underestimate the difference between a million and a billion. They feel interchangeable. I mean, but you, they're not interchangeable. Yeah, that's what that's what the strippers kind of say. They be counting to like yeah one or two o'clock in the afternoon when we come in there. <laughs> oh, like ten thousand. Yeah. Twenty thousand. Are you a Magic City guy, a cheetah guy, honest guy? We talking about like, the strip club now. I like I like allure. Really? Yeah. Because I will say so. Obviously, we are both from Gwinnett County, Georgia. Yeah. The Shout out to North. Yes, North of Atlanta. So strip clubs are not weird to us. No, nah, it's not. It's not. It's regular. It's regular degular. But you got to go in there and make sure you spend it, show love. You know what I'm saying? So when you saw Lou Williams leaves the bubble, and at one point during his departure, he was at Magic City. What oh, was <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Did you do remember I feel, that? I felt them because I, I used to do crazy shit all type of nights at like 
just to get a plate of steak tips and yellow rice. You know what I'm saying? That food is crazy there. Yeah. Even the lemon pepper wings. But I like I like the steak tips and the yellow rice. That See, was my favorite dish. Because that's the thing. People thought he was lying when he said, no, no, I go to Magic City to eat. Yeah. The food is crazy. Yeah. Strip club food is yeah. some of the best food. Yeah. So I know he has the lemon pepper Lou wings there. Do you have anything on a menu anywhere in Atlanta? Oh, yeah, I do. I got these... Um, these cheesesteaks, I mean, these Philly cheesesteak rolls. And, like, they, they they normally come out big at big days, you know what I'm saying? But when you get them small, they call them the Huncho Minis. So you, I like them. I like my little my little cheesesteak, Philly cheesesteaks, nice and small, like little cheesesteak nuggets. So uh-huh. You got to eat you gotta like that. Biting, busting, being, bunking, hitting. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, athletes in this space. You know, Lou Williams also raps. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. any of his music? Yeah, I heard Lou Williams rap. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And one person who is always posting you all's music online is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? Like, how does LeBron become the guy that gets Migos music first? I feel like he gets everyone's music first. Mm-hmm. But how does that happen? I feel like it's organic. And then if we just feeling the vibe, I know he need music just to... Sometimes he need that unreleased music because he in the lab when nobody see it. He in the lab when... Everybody thinking that he on vacation. So same way with music. We got songs. We got records that in our phone. Well, you might think we doing a show. We got another hit ready to go. So you just got to get them geared up like that on some exclusive time. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the joke is he always posted, but everyone's like, okay, is he a music guy? Does he give you good feedback on your music? Most definitely. I think so. For sure. He told me about that straightening and went and got some straightening. So like... I'm just like, all right, cool. He know the, he know the objective. He get the point, and and I feel like with music and sports, I feel like we need that fuel. We, you know, what I'm saying it's both it's both organically like married. You know, what I'm saying like we we wear they wear jewelry, they dress like us to hit before they hit the court. You know, what I'm saying we want to hoop like them. You know, what I'm saying we make basketball references, make bars and everything. I feel like um just they lifestyle and our lifestyle go together equally. So I feel like just music and them just go together. So taking their opinion really means something. You know, what I'm saying. So you send him straightening. For sure. He says. Don't not get straightened, but straightened. <laughs> that was the text that just said. Oh Don't not get straightened, but straightening. I swear to God. And then you said. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> and there was just an understanding of, yeah. of what that meant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, as someone from the South, heard that lyric and knew exactly what you were trying to say. But people seem to be very confused about don't get none straightened, but straightening. And then mm-hmm. when people ask you, you say. It means don't not get straight but straightened. And then they're like, well, what does that mean? So I want you to explain what straightening means without using the words don't nothing get straightened but straight. Okay. So okay. it's like in basketball, say we lose a game. We got to play them multiple times. Um, the next time you come and you win, you got straightening. It's like get back. It's, t- it's kind of like not trying to fail. You know what I'm saying? Always. Straining out the problem before it become a bigger issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you want to straighten it before bigger things happen. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you were tra- you're like, I can't, I can't say it. Like, <laughs> but yes, it's like you have to. You want to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? You want to handle it. I know another person, obviously, who loves your music is Trey Young. Oh, yeah. My boy Ice. Yeah. But you all have like, I feel like that's one of your best friends. Yeah. Like you guys are really close. Yeah. Obviously, it's because he plays in Atlanta. You guys met there. But tell me what it's like just hanging out with Trey. Uh, he good, man. Just cooling. He really just be chilling. He don't um, like to do too much. 
Yeah. He just be cooling, trying to work. Yeah. And I feel like I Straight a Gang has just become, like, people now think, like, that is literally about him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I Straight a Gang is about my boy now, man. Um, yeah. It's converted over to my dog. He <laughs> he um, he um in the A. He in the A to stay. And um, we proud of him. And it's just, it's just a good feeling when I see him out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just... I don't, I don't words can't even explain it. It's just that's just my dog. So whenever he hoop, I be feeling like I'm hooping. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Now you and I both went to a bunch of the Hawks playoffs games. We were very excited. Our <laughs> team made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Finally, yes, and we're gonna do it again. Oh yeah. I know when the Hawks played the Sixers, you bet some money with was it Meek or Michael Rubin? Meek, Meek, Meek. You okay. can't bet with Michael Rubin. That's, yeah, I mean he's just—that's that. a billionaire. No, no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> So how much did you win? I won 10000 No, okay. 20000 20000 okay. mm-hmm. What's the most you've bet on any sporting event? Mm, let me see. Oh, 50000 50, with um, Drake. Georgia game. Georgia. Was it Georgia? Oklahoma? I think it was Georgia, Oklahoma, Rose Bowl. And then we came back with Georgia, Alabama. And I lost. We broke even. Okay. Yeah, we broke even, but it was, that was a good one. I also remember hearing that, I guess on tour, you all played, I don't know, it was one-on-one or like five-on-five, whatever, but yeah, you won played, that. Yeah, we played five-on-five. The whole tour we was we were supposed to play because the the tour was set up like an NBA season. I think it was like 80 dates or something like that. So every every in every spot we had like a court, but we started out playing the game and it got so intense that we didn't even play no more the whole, the whole tour. <laughs> It got yeah. too intense. We all had fun though. But yeah, that was that was the best tour I ever been on. That was the most time I fun fun time I had in my life. Like, yeah, it was. You can't even explain it. Like basketball with my dogs, eighty days hitting the road, playing the best music we played. We all got hits together. We kept coming out on his set, doing other songs and doing all the songs we got. It was just organic. It felt real good. Yeah, and I know you made one of the half court shots. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I. Drake was supposed to pay you for it, but last I heard, he had never paid. Did he end up paying for nah, you nah, making? No, 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 I ain't get, I ain't get straight. I think we, no, he did give me ten thousand. Okay, he did give me ten thousand on that. Yes, he did. He paid. Yeah, me. you did an interview with Angie, and I remember he was late. He yeah, hadn't he paid like, up he at was like, that I, point. I, I, was, I was on him for a minute too. Yeah. I was on him about my little ten. All right, so I want to talk about your music. Obviously, Culture Three, huge hit. We were waiting a minute for it to come out. How do you know when it's time to drop an album? Uh, it was way over time for Culture 3. It was just like the pandemic. Um, we was trying to figure out what we wanted to do. And um, I think we, we we had the album right before it dropped. We was, we was going to come uh, the anniversary of 2020, but then the pandemic hit. That's what kind of like threw everything off. Then we had to like change the records because, you know what I'm saying? Like the timing was just, was just crazy because like just speaking the lyrics and the lyrics that you're talking about was just so different from what was going on and all the like Black Lives Matter things start start coming up and it was just like, all right, we got to change it. We got to get right. We got to come back. We got to drop the Juice World record and talk about, you know what I'm saying, real life problems with drugs. We got to we gotta come back and drop vaccine. And and we had to like change it up and go avalanche. We had to put the old school feel with the with the new school and come in and do our, do our shit on that. It was just like, all right, cool. We got to switch it up and drop this and let the fans know we're here to stay. And... That we had to like bring it back to like day one, day one Migo Northside shit. You feel what I'm saying? I felt like we had to put all that in one, and then we had a chip on our shoulder. So, culture three it was. 
there's this like challenge, I guess, of making your album always feel like it's of the time. And that's kind of why you had to wait a little bit for Culture 3 to work. Is that accurate right, to say? Right, right. Not, not so much a time, but just like, just things was going on. It was just bad, right, for like music. I feel like music wasn't even connecting, you know what I'm saying, in the last year. So when I, I put like a tweet out, I was like, when, when we drop, I feel like the world going to start rotating again, like the summer going to start opening again. And I feel like that's what it did. So when it's times like this, I'm sure you are inspired, for lack of a better word, by certain things, right? Mm -hmm. Things move you to write. They, they inspire what you're talking about in the music. But is it harder or easier to be an artist, right, and write songs in this past year and a half? Yeah, it's really tough because everything is sensitive right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you don't want to, you don't want to almost speak your mind. You want to speak for the people too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, um, we, you just got to find the right pocket for it. Mm -hmm. I think we haven't, we haven't did that yet, but I think we gonna get our, gonna get our moment. Mm -hmm. We had a moment. We we had a song called um, "Crushing America," but we didn't, we didn't put it out. Why not? I don't know. We didn't. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's hard. What's it about? It's crushing America. What you know, you like you like explaining things using the word of the thing you're explaining. I feel like once we once we say that, it's the picture that you already got to paint. Yeah. You paint. You automatically just imagine something. But it's about like takeoff came in and it was going in about just like what's going on in the world. And I came in and sung like some bars and set came. It's like it's hard. Yeah. I, when I'll is play it for you one day? When will it come out? Oh no. There's certain rappers where you feel like they coin certain things. You know, people equate T-Pain and auto-tune. Like, they say that is his invention. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like is the thing that the Migos invented? The triplet flow, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the triplet flow. Wasn't nobody doing it before we came. And right now, everybody's doing it. And it's a blessing. Yeah. Explain the triplet flow, just if people don't know exactly the what you're talking about. The triplet flow, the cadence, the... Um, Flipping and whipping it. Uh, uh, uh. You always want me to rap. I do. <laughs> you want me to do it. <laughs> nah, and well, it's working. <laughs> that's a triple E flow, though. So, yeah. like, that's what everybody loves to this day. Yeah, and that's what you like people need to equate with the Migos specifically. 2014, I was the most influential rapper, you know? Mm -hmm. And ever since then, the sky's the limit for me. Yeah. Talk about why, like, you feel like you were holding that influence specifically at that time. Um, just... Just the flow was different. The swag was different. Um, just some young rich niggas ready to go. Mm -hmm. I know David Banner said, I have the quote, I want to make sure I say it right, that he has seen people jack y'all style, jack the way you rap, then go on TV and act like they didn't rip you all off. Do you agree with that? Yeah, most definitely. They just don't want to give credit. You don't want to, you don't want to come in saying you, you know what I'm saying, being new and saying you took somebody's style or saying you got the style or don't want to, say you influenced by too many young people because you don't know how people would take it. So yeah. it's all good. So, but why do you think that is? Because I know there has, has been different times where you all have talked about, okay, like we know this is ours. You know, we began this. Now this person who maybe at the time had a bigger platform is doing it and people are believing that it is their style. Like how do you wrestle with kind of that frustration of knowing that that's yours? Only person that can really, um, really, pretty much argue about the flow, like who started it or who kind of like pushed the influence is Migos and Drake because he came in and got on Versace with us. Yeah. And, um, so I feel like that was the first time the world all heard the flow, you know what I'm saying, when it was Migos and Drake on the song. So, and even even with that, like even before that, I feel like 
nobody else wasn't using, nobody else did it, nobody else used it. So now when they come out and say different people influence and don't say the Migos, I don't understand how. Yeah. Because even the people they naming that influenced them, I know for a fact we influenced them too. Have rappers like come up to you and talked about the influence you've had on, on their sound? Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. When has that happened? You just got to keep that to, you know, to myself. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to discredit no artist, but mm -hmm. they know. I'm yeah. the real, they know I'm the realest nigga alive. So when we think about, let's call it the starting five of Atlanta rappers, okay? But you all are one. Like, I'm counting Migos as one of those. What's that starting five for you when it comes to Atlanta rap? Atlanta rap? Mm-hmm. Um, my starting five in Atlanta got to be Migos, Gucci, um, Two Chains. We got one more? Yeah, what? Migos, Gucci, Two Chains. Two more. Okay. Uh... It's tough. There's so many. I mean, because you also have you have Ti, you have Future, you have Andre 3K, or Outkast if you want to count that group Future, as one too. Outkast, and that's, that's five. That's five. Mm -hmm. One thing I really like about artists is you feel like you know kind of what place they were at in life when certain albums came out. Who do you think you were for the first Culture versus who you were for Culture Three? Um, I was just young. You know, what I'm saying not. Just ready to work everywhere, not paying attention to like just like the business side of music, mm -hmm. but like on on and just like life, you know what I'm saying? So that that's it. Yeah, I ain't give a, I ain't care about nothing. You I can cuss. Just, that's fine. I was just going crazy. <laughs> I cussed about five times already. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like I was just I was just going crazy on Culture One. I was just yeah. like on the gas, just ready to go. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just like real mental about my moves and really think about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's it. Is there anything, like what were the advantages of, you know, kind of that free flowing style and attitude that you, you had know, for Culture One? You never know what you get. Like yeah. you, you don't give a fuck. It's just like, damn, I ain't even know they was liking that. I was just having fun. Yeah. Like even with Versace, we was having fun. We were having so much fun and laughing and just like joking about the song just being too many Versace. just saying too many Versace. I was like, oh my God. But they're like, hell no, nah, record that shit right now. So we recorded it. And it was up. It was over with. Someone said to me once that making it to the top is not the same as making it at the top. What? Is, what do you mean? So, may, like going to the top, right? That journey to the top is different than being at the top and staying there. Do you agree that that's true? Nah. Okay, tell me why. Not, not for me. I just feel like once I'm at the top, I still get. I got to stay there, and I, I do the same thing. I do the same thing going to the top, and I do the same thing at the top. I don't never stop doing, like, I always record five, six songs a day. Like, after really? I leave here, I'm finna go record, mm -hmm. like, five, six more songs. Mm -hmm. I shoot videos on the go. It's just, like, remaining just consistent, just staying. Like, like, Bron, like Bron said, like, his his older self, he he know what he'll do to his younger self because he already, you know what I'm saying, he he putting, he putting them together. He putting it together mentally and still with that give no fuck mentality. But mm -hmm. you just know where to put it. Yeah. What's something you haven't accomplished musically that you want to accomplish? Um, I most definitely want to win everything that all the musicians before me won, like Grammys and, you know, just VMAs. I feel like we need some of that, and that's it. And just keep making good music, more platinum records, more number ones. Mm -hmm. So I know you produce as well. And I was talking to my friend Gabe, who is somewhere, he's right there, um, before this interview, just things that he'd want to know from about you. 
And he was like, okay. See these Gabe questions. Yeah, yeah. This one is Gabe's question. I liked it. I was like, I'm going to ask him. All right, Gabe. This. Yeah. He said, okay. So if we gave Migo, or if we gave Quavo and the Migos this like old school type beat, and he can put three people on it, what beat would you choose? Like it's a sample. What beat would you pick? And who would the features be? All old school? No, I think new school people. Old school people too. Yes. Okay. Uh, most definitely be a James Brown beat. Um, any one of those beats because he most definitely had the hip hop sound. Um, and who would I get on it? Uh, I did so many songs with so many people. Uh, I get Jay Z on it. I get Jay Z, Kanye, and uh, Kanye and Drake. <laughs> Jay Z, Kanye, and Drake all on one song. I'm sure that would be an interesting song Yep. for a variety of ways. But I mean, I think if three of those people are on a song, I don't really think you it could go can't wrong. Lose. The final product wouldn't go wrong. I don't know about the creation of the song, but the final, <laughs> the, <laughs> the final product, it, though. It, it'll take a long time to come out, but we can't lose. <laughs> it'll take a long time to come out for sure. But uh, what's it sound like? What's it sound like? I'm not asking you to rap this time, but just give me what. What that song sounds like. Because I think it's really interesting that you produce, but I don't feel like you talk about the fact that you produce a lot. I don't know what it sounds like. I'm just, if I'm just a producer, I just yeah. want, I'm going to just cook the beat and I just want you to just lay this track. I just want you to just go in. You got to come to the studio. So you don't know a lot about me. You got to. Yeah, I don't know about the studio. You know about I'm, a sports, like. I'm a sports girl. You listen girl. to the music, you just say the words. You got to come and watch the. Have you ever been to like um, Benny Hunter? Yes, of course. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The bocce bus. You do know what I'm saying? They cook it in front of you. So we cook it in front of you. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You can watch it. You can watch me cook it in front of you. Okay. We got your chicken, your steak, your fried rice, extra egg, no vegetables. Okay. Stir fry? Got to cook it like it's stir fry. <laughs> then that DJ The Real gonna bring, make the beat? Yeah. Oh my God. So it's the season. What is, okay, so you talk about the studio. Tell me the experience of being in the studio at Quavo. I've heard. A bunch of things of what it's like to be in the studio with DJ Khaled. I hear it is just luxurious. He mm. does whatever, and, and it's just a great time. Yeah, studio with Quavo. No, my studio session is not like that at all. Okay. Um, I won't come no more. No, I'm just kidding. It's not <laughs> like that at all. Like. It's, uh, it's just some good vibes, all of us in there. It's very cloudy, you know. Uh, okay. The room is very cloudy. Do you write better high? I just said the room is cloudy. I write better. Do you in write the, better I write when it's better, cloudy? I write better in the sky. Yeah. Okay. I write better in the sky, and um, <laughs> and um, I just make sure, like, I just make sure that somebody got some crazy beats, and then I'm just ready to go. Like when you see me, you'll be like, "Damn, that shit crazy!" Because you really make a song in 25 minutes. Yeah. I make a song in like 25 minutes. I only got to do the first hook and the verse. Mm -hmm. You know, the rest of the boys come in and go crazy. Yeah. And vice versa, they do the same. Uh, you were a quarterback in high school. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Bergmar. Yep. Shout out to my gang. How Bergmar. how good were you? I was alright. Elaborate. All right. I did a couple. I held, broke a couple records. I still hold them a little bit. Um, I had fun and left handed. I was good. Mm -hmm. That was it. If you if that was a thing that you picked, right? You're like, what I want to do is play in the NFL or play in the NBA, whichever sport you feel like is your best. Is that something you feel like you could have accomplished? Was your talent there? Yeah, my talent was there. My my mind wasn't. But mm -hmm. my talent was there for sure. I could have I could have did it if I wanted to, but that's the only dream that I, I feel like I didn't 
I didn't, my goal, you know what I'm saying? I didn't feel like I didn't get, and I think that's everybody's, but I really, I, I mastered everything I wanted to do and I just didn't do that. That's it. It's so, it's so interesting though, because I feel like a lot of rappers are like, I wish, I'm not saying you wish, but they say like, I wish like that was the thing I could do. It's like be in the NBA or be in the NFL. Like what is, and yours is different because you actually played and you were good at those mm -hmm. respective sports. But like, what is it about those leagues that you're just like, this would have been so fun. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think people feel like they wish. I just feel like people just think they like, could have just went a little bit harder when they was a kid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you remember them talks when they used to be like, you in 12th grade, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna remember this. You gonna want to be back in high school again. Mm -hmm. And everybody just take that for granted. But um, just that, I just feel like if you just had this same mentality thinking when you got older, you'll be all right. But I don't want to be in the league. Yeah. I'm okay. I think being a rapper, I actually have had this conversation like a week ago. I think being a rapper of all of the famous occupations would be the best and the most fun because I don't think rappers, like rappers can really do whatever they want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's not, like an athlete, there's some stuff like you cannot do. Yeah, for sure. You just have, the world is yours. Do you feel that way? Like you have like, you're not as restricted as really any other profession. Everybody got responsibilities. Yeah. You, know? you got to be responsible. But um, I do what I want to do. Yeah. Because that's the foundation I built. Yeah. Know? But um, some people can't do what they want to do. Some rappers can't. Yeah. I do what I want to do, though. And also, the crazier things you do, I feel like the better the songs are because you're like rapping about things that have actually occurred at some point some, in your life. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah. 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 It's crazy. So as we kind of, you know, wrap this up, one of the reasons I was really excited to have you on and you have been outstanding, um, I don't really know how many times you have been able to just like talk freely about yourself and your music. I've never really seen you do like a long form sit down. And I know that when people are rappers, right, there's Quavo, but there also is like Quavius. And I'm sure they intersect in a bunch of different ways. But what are some things that you feel like have become like your persona that we always see that aren't who you are in private. I don't know. There's no, you're just always Quavo. There's, that's not true. I don't know. I don't know. Are you as, maybe as boisterous as we would all think? Are you always happy and having fun? Like what is, what are you like at home? I got energy. Always. I bring the energy always. Yeah, good, great energy. Yeah. That's all I'm here for. So nothing ever brings you down? Nope. Well, that is a very nice way to live. I'm going to hit you up next time something brings me down and maybe you'll give me some energy. If stuff bring you down, get off the ground, I'm going to have a nice little line for you. You're going to be like, when I get down, I'm going to get off yes. the ground. I ain't got time to be messing around. Yeah, I've never had like a... <laughs> when I'm feeling down, don't look down. You don't got time to be messing around. Keep going. Don't be a clown. Look, what else rhymes? look around. <laughs> okay. Check your surrounds. Yes. No, yeah. and I'm not, I am not saying I want this. This is kind of like a nightmare of mine. I've never had like a, 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 a name memo. drop. I'm, no, not that. I've never had like a name drop in anything. I had a name drop in a movie once, but never a rap song. And I'm like, I just feel like that's going to oh, be you, great. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but no, this is amazing. Thank you for you. your time. Also, Quavo the actor. I'm excited to see that movie whenever. Oh yeah. Whenever see, it comes you ain't talk about none of the actors. Yeah, stuff. you want to plug it? Tell me about yeah. you. Tell me about Quavo the actor. De Nero, Huncho, John Malkovich. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a movie called Watch Me in the River, and um, I'm excited. 
It's one of my first, you know what I'm saying, movies, like an action drama. Yeah. It's going to take you through a roller coaster. You're going to be sad. You're going to be crying. Then you're going to see me. Yeah. Is this like, is it a pretty big, big role? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a big role. My boy Coyote, I'm Coyote. How hard is it memorizing lines? Or did it come easy to you? Uh, I was there for like a month. I think they, we were shooting in, we was shooting in um, Puerto Rico. And um, I just made sure I was just trying to like be organic as possible. Because they wouldn't tell you when you kind of like mess up. And I thought that was like a bad thing. Yeah. So I was like, they're not telling me what I was doing. They're not telling me. It was like, that mean you're doing something good. Because if, if you're messing up, they'll, get, they'll do a thousand takes until mm-hmm. they get it right. So I was just go in and just like go in like twice or three times and then just be done for the day. And then they were telling me I was killing it. That's great. So, so when I see the movie, I'm going to hopefully kill it. Yeah. So I don't know how this works. Will you get to see at least some type of cut of it before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I seen cuts. I seen cuts. Did you love it? I got chills. Oh, my god. I did gosh. a good job. I did a good job. Wait. Okay. So do we know when does this come out? Uh, I don't know when to date. I don't want to be wrong. So Yeah. Yeah. I but I mean, like, date. you worked with Robert De Niro on a movie. That's, like, yeah, that's pretty... Big. No, that's it's huge. Big. That's huge. I had yeah. to tell my mama that one. Yeah. What'd yeah. she say? She went crazy. Damn, what? She went crazy. Do you like hit anyone up for acting tips or you were just like, I'm going to go in there and do this and see what they tell me? No, I just pay attention to, to like Rob De Niro. I paid attention to um, Jack Houston. I was just watching them to watch how serious they get right before the camera. You know what I'm saying? Right before they say action, how they like just try to channel something. And, um, and I was just kind of putting that together and just trying to just calm down and get, you know what I'm saying? Get the get the butterflies out, just watch people in front of me. I'm, I'm pretty good with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be watching. So actor, rapper, producer, is there a fourth thing we have to add to this uh, in five years? No, you gotta add my athletic. Oh, yes. I'm an athlete, but I'm just not in yes, the league. athlete, so is there a you fifth thing? You don't gotta thing be in the league that... to be an athlete, right? Totally agree. Okay, cool. Is there a fifth thing we're gonna add to this in five um, years? Fifth thing? In five years? Yep. Shit, billionaire. Billionaire, we're speaking it. Yeah. Gotta add that, gotta add that B. For sure. No, thank you. This was so much fun. Thanks for coming. Thank you. 